Hello world, welcome back. Welcome back, right? Welcome back, man. Today we're going to be talking about, well, to put it simply, the Mormon church. Recently in the States, the Mormon church has been found to be hiding a lot of money, somewhere to the tune of, I don't know, 32 billion with a B dollars in shell companies. The US government found out and is unleashing the dragon on them let me tell you so let's go ahead and get into this and kind of see how this came about because while churches are you know not taxed necessarily in the u.s while churches receive favorable treatment 32 billion dollars has all types of implications i mean how do you earn that much you know what i mean so let's go welcome back to another episode of the dragon horse podcast my name is Cameron Bivens your lovely host the dragon horse himself this is brought to you guys by nbcnews.com the title of this article reads feds fine mormon church for illicitly hiding 32 billion dollar investment fund behind shell companies for those that don't know what the fed is that is the federal bureau of investigations okay pretty much the uh pretty much the uh, u.s government's top dog you know and they investigate things you guys might have seen them with the coats on tv busting in the houses that's what we're looking at here the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints engaged in the scheme for more than 20 years wow allegedly okay they're not gonna come after me allegedly i'm just reading this out to you guys all right let's go the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a nonprofit entity that it controlled have been fined $5 million by the Securities and Exchange Commission over accusations that the religious institution failed to properly disclose its investment holdings. Okay, so just off the top right now, I'm sorry, but look, <laughs> if it is $32 billion, as they stated before, $32 billion, that's being hidden and you're only finding them five million that's like someone who makes a hundred thousand a year getting fined like five cents like that's nothing that's literally nothing uh it's not even a slap on the wrist so if you're actually trying to punish them you're not really doing much to punish them i mean that's a bit you know that's a bit weird i understand that some of these organizations are extremely powerful endless amounts of lawyers on their payroll endless amounts of employees and others that will defend them but five million that's it i mean that's nothing you know kind of makes you kind of makes you think kind of makes you wonder in an order released tuesday the sec alleged that the church illicitly hid its investments and their management behind multiple shell companies from 1997 to 2019 in doing so, it failed to disclose the size of the church's equity portfolio to the SEC and the public. The church was concerned that the disclosure of the assets in the name of the nonprofit entity called Insign Peak Advisors, which manages the church investments, would lead to negative consequences in light of the size of the church's portfolio, the SEC said. Okay, so look, basically the church said, okay, the church did not 
let the U.S. government know. I'm going to just say the U.S. government because for those that don't understand exactly how the U.S. works and the difference between the SEC and the U.S. government, it, it could take a day to explain every aspect, all right? But basically, when it comes to financial matters, the U.S. government has an organization called the SEC that investigates it. So if you're hiding money, you're money laundering, you're not paying your taxes, usually they're the ones that go after you. A business is doing something it's not supposed to do, they go after you, okay? Um, so anyway, with that being said, the church basically told the government, basically told this organization, the SEC, that, hey, look, the reason why we didn't tell you guys that we have 32 billion just hiding out in some offshore accounts is because we knew you guys would have a lot of backlash and you guys would think that we're doing something illegal when we're not. You know, it's kind of like a kid, okay? It's kind of like a kid who's like, I didn't take that last cookie out of the cookie jar. I don't know what happened to it. You know, I knew you would accuse me, so I didn't take it. Meanwhile, there's like crumbs all over their face, you know? <laughs> this is weird. You guys, these these people are acting like $32 billion is $32 million. No, $32 billion in offshore accounts and shell companies. Something's up with that. And the fact that they're not even... It seems like they're going to give them a break on this, I'm going to be honest. But $32 billion is a lot. That has all types of implications. Now, I'm going to go into some alleged implications, okay? Not proven, alleged. That has implications for under, underground drug trafficking, allegedly. That has implications for uh, prostitution, allegedly. That has... You can't just make $32 billion off of church donations. You can't just make $32 billion solely off of church donations, period. It would take lifetimes. It would take lifetimes. Even if you had donors that are like, I'm going to give you a million each weekend. It would still take lifetimes to be able to do that. And what donors do you know are giving a million willy-nilly like that, you know? Um, now, granted, I don't want to make an example of solely the Mormon, the Mormon church here. I respect people's beliefs, their religion. And at the end of the day, I know the Mormon church is just doing what a lot of these churches are doing, Christian, Catholic, and otherwise, Islamic, trying to get away with it, right? It's all a money game. They're money hungry. If the government decided to tax churches tomorrow, all of a sudden, all these churches would be gone. I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, look at Scientology as well. I'm going to throw that in there. All this allegedly, but you guys know what point I'm trying to put out, right? <laughs> it's strange. It's weird. And it seems like they're trying to give them a break on it, unfortunately. The allegations of the illicit shell company structure first emerged in 2018 when a group formerly called Mormon Leaks, now known as Truth and Transparency Foundation, claimed that year the extent of the church's investment had reached $32 billion. The following year, a whistleblower filed a complaint to the Internal Revenue Service. According to a 2020 Wall Street Journal report, that year the newspaper said the church's holdings had grown to 100 billion. Wow. I'm not even going to lie, 100 billion. Uh, I, I, I would be amiss if I didn't also mention this, guys. When it comes to the church, when it comes to these churches amassing this kind of wealth and how it goes, these churches are also involved in what would I call they also invest in st the stock market. They also buy houses and rent them out. It's not just a church. It's a business when it comes to 
32 billion dollars you guys can tell me all you want that 32 billion dollars was gained legally and that it was solely off of donations you can miss me with that it's just it's impossible number wise break down the numbers for me 32 billion you know and then you have another whistleblower talking about it's not even 32 billion it's a hundred billion that's you know so there's a lot going on there there's a lot going on there for more than half a century, the Mormon church quietly built one of the largest investment funds, the journal said. Almost no one outside the church knew about it. The SEC accused the church Tuesday of going to great lengths to avoid disclosing its investments and in doing so, depriving the commission and the investing public of accurate market information. The requirement to file timely and accurate information on Forms 13F applies to all institutional investment managers, including nonprofit and charitable organizations. So yeah, they were they were hiding the money, hoping they didn't get caught. And then when they get caught, they said, listen, we weren't really hiding it. We were just afraid you guys were going to, you know, slam the hammer down on us for not coming out to begin with. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more in this article. If you guys really want to go through it, I'll include a link. I'll include, <laughs> excuse me, guys. I will include a link to this article at the bottom of the caption, bottom of the description, whatever you want to call it. If you guys want to go through this, but this is pretty much what I said, man. Um, companies and churches that are supposed to be charitable organizations giving back to the community are hoarding wealth. And apparently one of the reasons they said they're hoarding the wealth is because they said they're hoarding it for Jesus's second coming. Which to me is strange because from what I understand, there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, right? Um... And, you know, I get to even take it back to the Christian church with this and say, you know, in the Bible, it says, give Caesar what Caesar's, you know, um, you shouldn't be bound by money. A rich man is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. This is stuff we're taught as Christians at a young age. And I know Mormons must be taught something similar. I know. I just know it because that's sort of how they, I don't want to say manipulate because that's a bit harsh but that's how they get people to always charitably donate to the church and expect nothing in return um you know there's nothing wrong with being charitable there's nothing wrong with helping out as long as you're seeing that church going back and helping others out as well if i'm giving five dollars you know to anyone i see on the street randomly there's nothing wrong with that inherently i'm being charitable but at the end of the day, when I run out of my money and I don't have any more five dollars left to give and I say, can you guys please help me? Remember, I gave you five and they say, well, listen, that's your problem. That's a problem. And that's what we're looking at here. Um, churches, bro, charitable organizations hoarding wealth, saying that it's for the second coming of Jesus. And this is why it's so important that churches get taxed. I'm going to say it. Somebody has to say it. It's so important that churches get taxed and it's so important that people stop giving to churches that don't give back, that don't put anything back into the community. 32 billion, just what they found. And another whistleblower said it's close to 100 million. I mean, 100 billion. They found 32 billion. And another whistleblower said it's close to 100 billion. That's nuts. That is country changing money. That is 
no more homelessness or no more hunger money. And it's just sitting in accounts because, you know, people are greedy. Somebody's getting a new yacht rather than helping the people that they claim to protect. It just is what it is. That's how I feel about it. It's a bit strong, but it's the truth. This is absurd. This is silly, you know? This is absurd and this is silly. And, and it's kind of a stain on the reputation to a degree, but they don't care. Why would you care about a stain on your church's reputation when you have $32 billion in investment that they actually found and allegedly $100 billion in investment that they haven't found, you know? Um, yeah, that's, they don't care. They have the money. They feel like they can rule the world. They don't care. They can influence elections, you know, buy out businesses. This is how it works. This is how things get done. And it's unfortunate. This is kind of the dark side. This is kind of the sad side of things, you know, uh, and hopefully in the future, the government starts putting out policies that do not allow for this to happen. But at the end of the day, the government is invested in the stock market, is invested in real estate, everything going up, people making money, uh, mainly themselves because they own most of the stuff because they insider trade. So you get what I'm going. I'm being a bit facetious today, you guys, but it's the truth. This is this is upsetting. I am a bit upset by this news <laughs> and it's a bit saddening, but hey, maybe tomorrow will be better, man. Hopefully tomorrow we have some more positive news coming. I definitely need some. I definitely need some, even though my life in general has been pretty positive. All right. So just, you know, keep things positive personally while also dealing with life's stupidity. All right. <laughs> hey, yo, thank you guys for tuning into another episode. <laughs> As always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. I love y'all, and thank you for bearing with me. I will catch you in the next episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. Peace.